Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. One of the craziest performers ever, man. You got to go see him if they're in town again. St. Paul and the Broken Bones to bring you back here into the 5 o'clock hour. Welcome back. It's Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, jam-packed full of guests. Spencer Hulls, who's the Corvallis track coach and uh, one of the masterminds behind one of the great track dynasties in the state of Montana. He joined us to preview the Western A Divisional Track Meet, in which uh, Corvallis is the host this upcoming weekend. We also heard from Andrew Burroughs, one of the top throwers in the state. Got the top mark in both the shot put and the discus going into the Western A Divisionals. That's all class. Uh, he's from Hamilton High School. Uh, we also heard from Cody Hawkins, his debut here on Nuanas Now. He is the new head coach for the Idaho State Bengals, part of our Big Sky Spotlight. And we talked a little bit about Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler continues to carry the day for the Miami Heat. They won game one against the Boston Celtics last night uh, in the Garden. So big win uh, for Jimmy Butler and the Heat. All that on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. And is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com to see how Blackfoot can help you and your small business. Also presented by the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time and the Montana State Bookstore, your best place to get blue and gold on game day or any other day when you're on the MSU campus uh, in Bozeman. Well, there's something fascinating going on in the NBA playoffs, and uh, Carol in the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports certainly doesn't know about any of that. Do you know anybody that's in the NBA playoffs right now? Still, it's the Final Four. Do you know any of the four teams? The Lakers. Hey, good job. See, this is why it's important for the NBA to have the Lakers in the, the uh, conference finals, because... Everybody knows the Lakers in the conference finals, even if you know nothing about the NBA. That's probably the only thing you know, though. Golden State? Nope. They beat Golden State to get to the conference oh, finals. Oh, then no, I don't know. Uh, Boston is in the conference finals. Okay. Uh, Miami and Denver. Okay. Okay. The, uh, the, reason why, the reason I bring up the NBA playoffs is that um, of all the things you don't know about sports, you actually know more guys in the NBA than any other sport. I thought you were going to say then the Kardashian. Uh, well, that's why you know so many guys in the NBA is because of the Kardashians. Right. I mean, 
all these guys that have dated all these famous women have led you to correct dozen, well, more than a dozen at least. And you could probably name 10 NBA players right now, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> the funniest part to me, though, is that you could name all the drama queens, and that's why the NBA is great and compelling. But I also think, like, right now, the conference finals, there's not a lot of drama queens in the field. And that's why these teams are there. But there is no Kyrie Irving. There is no Luka Doncic. There is no right. Damian Lillard. None of these guys are in there because they're busy at home crying and whining about whatever they're doing. James Harden, packing. Mm-hmm. Uh so I just was thinking about Nikola Jokic, who is unquestionably one of the best players in the league, and there is no level of fame he could ever attain via basketball that you would know who he was. No. Because he's an Eastern European guy that barely speaks English. He doesn't talk. He just... Plays mean, the game. Just mean mugs people and just steamrolls them. Okay. <laughs> he's not attractive. He's not marketable. He's not. He's nothing but just a big, oafy, clumsy, unbelievable player. I do know of a Miami player named Bam... Bam out of bio. Yeah, him. And the only reason I know about him was because there was a little video that went viral of him in a post-game media. You know, they go in after sure. the game. Yeah. And his mom called, and he picked up the phone and chatted with her and, fr- and was like, hey, mom, I'm in media. Like, Hilarious. Let me, I'll call you back. But he answered. He answered. And it oh, was man. like, yes. That's uh, Well, first of all, good for him, cute moment, but also... Uh, just uh, shaming all the rest of the guys around the world. You know, now we're all going to be expected to do that. You should call and answer when your mother calls. If, if you can, you do, for sure. He was in media after <laughs> Why does he have his phone? I'm so curious. Maybe he was expecting uh, a call. Bam Adebayo is great. I think you'd like Bam Adebayo. Well, um, I do. I do now. Okay, I got a couple more things on my list for you. Maybe, okay. we'll get, maybe they overlap. So I'll just get to two more, and then we'll start rolling on your That's stuff. Fine. Chicken Dozen Sports, ESPN Radio. Um First of all, have you heard about <laughs> uh, Lionel Messi's potential next contract? No. So we've talked about the Live Tour, sort of the controversy yes. behind the Live. That's relationship with F1. All this stuff is coming from money from the Saudi Arabian royal family, basically. Wait, it, F1? Isn't that car racing? It is. Oh, and, okay. and it's become incredibly popular because that's they did this. That's also Saudi Arabian? That's right. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, now... The, uh, a Saudi Arabian professional soccer team is trying to uh, buy Lionel Messi, okay. who is widely considered the greatest soccer player on the planet. Wasn't uh, he maybe going to retire after the World he Cup? He was thinking about retiring after the World Cup. Good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Thanks. he, But then he was also contemplating coming to America, doing the yeah. David Beckham thing and just using it as like a marketing tool. Was he contemplating that or did you predict that? Because uh, I, I don't think, think he was actually Well, con- he, here's what he's contemplating now. Okay. $400 million a year, a, a season, Come on, a season. How do you say no to that? You don't. You don't. But I hope he does some good with that money. For sure. Like, I mean, you could do, uh, think about what you could do with $400 million. I know. Over the span of your life, unbelievable. In one year, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Wow. Uh, last thing for my side. Okay. Uh, Giselle Bunchen is on the cover of Vanity Fair mm-hmm. this week. I brought it to you. You're like, I don't have time to read that. So in a role reversal of all role reversals, I have read uh, the Vanity Fair article about Giselle Bunchen. It's very well done. And uh, Carolyn has not. So I will read it. You, I'll give it to you. I thought you You'll like me, it. I thought you wanted me to read it right that second. No, I, I, I get it. I get so it. So I was like, no, not right now. But I will read it. Uh, Chicken Does No Sports here on ESPN Radio presented by Hot House Yoga. We were in the small hot house room yes. today. So nice. I know. I liked that. It was kind of nice. And uh, there's only like six of us. So it was kind of nice. I'm telling you, those classes are just the, the best thing. They're so... Uh, 
I mean, you sounded like you were going to die, so... For sure. I'm just breathing it out. That's the half the point of it. I know. The small room, everybody can certainly hear that part of what yes. you're doing a lot more, uh, for sure. I was like three feet away from Carolyn, but... I enjoyed that class because it was great. I went in not feeling great, and then I left feeling much better. So, And I did tell Jen before I went in that I wasn't feeling well, and... She's like, okay, we'll do some things to help with that. And so it was very, you know, it was like a customized class. For sure. Um, thanks to Hot House. Thanks to Hype House. I did a great strength class yesterday. Oh, man, they're just so challenging. It's a great combo. Uh, the Hype House located on Tool Avenue across from DraftWorks and Hot House Yoga right downtown, just up from the Catalyst Cafe there on Higgins. Uh, check them both out. Great for your uh, mind, body, and enlightenment. Uh, I see the first name on your list, so we'll just go right to that one. Uh, I just don't know how you could be such an idiot. Me? No. Oh, I was like, geez, what did I do? Jay Morant. Morant? Yeah, ja Morant. Ja Morant. Ja I don't know why I would say Jay. Second ja gun incident on uh, Instagram. Yeah. First one was at a strip club. He flashed a gun, got in trouble. Yeah. Second time, just this last week, he was in a car flashed a gun so he's been suspended from all team activities now they're not go they're they're out of the season's over for that sure. but uh nike took his shoe off their website so they're not going to sell his shoe anymore i mean you got to realize that there's only been a couple handfuls of men in the history of the nba that's had their own custom shoe right right like that from nike like not even magic johnson had his own custom shoe right like john Morant had his own custom shoe it's like let's just throw it all away just what, I mean, what is he away. thinking I know this is it, this has quickly become a polarizing topic because, and this was brought to my attention, and I do think that there's some validity to this. Um, guns are one of the most polarizing issues in America right now. There's all sorts of talk about guns across the board, but there is a very many people on television, including elected officials, doing campaign ads, flashing guns around and bragging about owning guns and shooting guns and their all Christmas of that. Christmas cards are them and all of their kids so holding there, guns. So there is a certain argument here where you say, well, why, why is, do certain public people get to glorify the use of guns and be rewarded for it by a certain faction of society? Mm -hmm. Why does John Morant get to be completely uh, just ostracized for this? I do see some validity in that argument. The other side, though, is... The rules are the rules, and you know the rules, specifically being an, an NBA player, which is, uh, a, as a fact, a privilege. <laughs> you know, like, follow the rules, bro, because you're about to, I mean, you're about wow. to get a $275 million contract from the Grizzlies, and you're about to get $100 million a year from Nike. Just don't Just, put the right. gun on the Instagram. And by the way, do you have a concealed carry? Probably not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, I would like to see his permit. So, so let me tell you, or let me ask you this, as a, as a mom, um, my my first thought was, you know the rules. You already got busted for this once. Stop being an idiot. Mm -hmm. My second thought, though, was, does this guy not have any real friends in the whole world? Like, wouldn't you expect his friends to be like, bro, let's not do that? I don't know what he was thinking or his friend that was in the car right. was thinking. Like, why would you let your friend who's got everything in front of him blow totally. it away like that? I mean, it's just the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Were they intoxicated and thought they were funny? I don't even understand. I I don't know. He needs a handler. The whole thing is that the, the NBA does not want you to have guns while traveling between road games. They're trying to get rid of guns in bags. Fair. It's a pretty easy yeah. rule, right? And so, you know... If you want to argue that John Morant has the, the constitutional right to own a gun, I can hear that argument, but he doesn't have a constitutional right to break a 
rule mandated by his employer via social media. Right. You can you can have the gun. You can show your friends the gun. Just don't put the gun on the Instagram live. Also, maybe Nike had that. They they sure, might have right. like a morality clause personal, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah personal I don't conduct know. for sure. Yeah. So just honestly, if you're getting paid that much money, just keep it tight. That's right. You know. And if you need an NBA mom, if you need someone to help you, guide you, I'm putting together a group. <laughs> NBA big sisters. Uh, I love it. We, we, we got to help some of these boys out. <laughs> Carol and the Chicken Does No Sports starting businesses on live radio uh, all across the board. Uh, what else you got? All right. Well, since we were just talking about Nike and shoes and all that, I finally saw Air. You did? Nice. Because yes. it's on streaming. It's One on of the streaming Prime. things. Yeah. The yeah, first it's, fi- it's free right now, right? Yeah. Well, if uh, you have Prime. Sure. Yeah. If you have Prime, you should watch this. I, I've been talking about it a lot on the show, but it's a really fun movie. And I, it, it's probably not for kids under... Th- oh, it's fine. There's a lot of swear words. Not so if you don't really. want your kids... I mean, they swear quite a bit. But regardless, mm-hmm. it, it, is a, it, it could be a family movie, especially if your kids are of a certain age. Anyways. The first five minutes alone were, was the nostalgia boost that yeah. I need in my life. It was so good. I loved that. Um, I loved... I just loved all of it. I really enjoyed Matt Damon's prosthetic belly. It was oh, that's how it was. I thought he just got fat for that. No, I think that was fake. Mm. But maybe. I don't um, know. I just loved all of it. There were some people. There was some backlash on people saying you just wiped out Michael Jordan from the whole thing and da, 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 da. And people were complaining. And it's like, no, that, the movie's not about Michael Jordan. The movie's right. about the guys who made. This uh, this deal happened. Yeah. Also, people got to understand that the likeness of Michael Jordan is one of the most valuable likenesses on the planet. Michael Jordan was never in video games. He oftentimes didn't have cards in the set of basketball cards because people couldn't afford to license his image because he was making so much money from the other people that could afford it. Like Space Jam? Right. Yeah. So, um, highly recommend this movie. It was really fun. And if you're into marketing and sales and all that kind of stuff, too, it was fun to to watch that on the sales side for me. Just for sure. kind of watch him. And he just didn't give up. I just loved that yeah. part of it. So the thing is to uh Matt Damon nails Sonny Vaccaro. Like that is so much how Sonny Vaccaro is. If you want to watch a great 30 for 30, watch the one called Shoe Dog. It's a little bit different version of this same story. It's more about Sonny Vaccaro, not just Michael Jordan, but like his whole influence on shoes over the last 45 years. But he's a classic character and Damon nailed it. I loved how much he knew about all the the players, and yeah. I mean, he just, I don't know, I just really li- I liked it a lot. Yeah. Liked it all. Good. good. Uh, Nuance Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. All right, what else you got? James Harden, my, <laughs> one of my least favorite NBA players. Am I going to go, should I go full Harden? Sure. All the way out? Sure. Nice. Thank but you. you have to quaff it like he does. Oh, and for make sure. sure you I mean, I keep it tight. You know, all right, I'm just saying, you don't, I don't want to see food in there. Oh, no way. So... He is declining the 76ers $35.6 million player option. That's right. To be a free agent. That's right. He, but he's a restricted free agent. What is that? So I mean, basically, he's declining that player option, and he's both telling Philadelphia and the rest of the league that he's interested in a long-term deal. Yes. So he wants a deal. long-term deal, and then he wants freedom with his game, which to freedom me- Freedom with his game. He already got his coach fired. Right. <laughs> so um, he- to me, it sounds like he wants to just be the jerk he is right. on the, I was going to say field, <laughs> on the court. Yeah. And that's like, to me, again, James Harden not being coachable. For sure. Who is going to pick him up? The Phillies just going to re-sign him. They have to. 
But what if he doesn't want to stay with them? Uh, I think he will. I mean, to me, them firing Doc Rivers is indicative of them going to hire a coach. If they want to keep James Harden, they're going to hire whoever James Harden wants to be this coach. Okay. They're going to hire Mike D'Antoni. And who's... That, That was James Harden's coach in Houston. And why did he leave Houston? Why did James Harden leave Houston? Yeah. He got traded. Okay. There's massive rumors that James Harden wants to go back to Houston. James Harden still lives in Houston. There's a lot of things about Houston that are very appealing to James Harden. The women? Uh, he has, an, he has first of all, one of the, the most expensive houses in the entire city of Houston. Oh, really? Uh, it's, it's very, very uh, famous and notorious. He also has uh, quite an affinity for the uh, gentleman's entertainment mm-hmm. in the Phoenix area, and has the very Phoenix, or, excuse me, Houston okay. area, and he has very many uh, friends. Uh, that I, I, I don't know. He's, okay, okay. J- James Harden also has some business pursuits in that area. So I don't he's know, helping man. James from Harden. James Harden's nah. I see. I don't think he'd go back to Houston though. I think he's going to stay in Philadelphia. When is the NBA going to just stop <laughs> with these guys? That, they're, oh, they're never going to stop. But with these like guys. these guys, like Kyrie and <laughs> and that that have these big baby meltdowns and don't play, and then they have these huge contracts. For sure. I don't understand. This why is it, this is why this is what I was trying to get at in the beginning though is the guy who just plays and just wins basketball games. And I mean, the Nuggets are probably going to win the championship this year. And mm-hmm. and most people don't have any idea who Nikola Jokic is. And if they do, they kind of know, but they're like, oh yeah, he's just that big stiff in Denver. He's just kind of boring. Because he's just this big, tall, white guy. He's not sexy at all. He's not handsome. He's just completely rotund. (laughs) It it, it just doesn't matter, though. But that's the thing. The NBA deals with it because it doesn't matter if Kyrie Irving ever plays another basketball game again. He's a talking point at the barbershop, on the radio. Does he sell tickets? For sure. Does, but he doesn't. He sells jerseys, sells shoes. So they're, okay. I, I just think it's really rewarding bad behavior. You it, know? it is absolutely rewarding bad behavior. Also, though, there's this, like, it's such a cutthroat competition, too, right? Like, James Harden's season this year was considered a failure because they lost in the in the second round of the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's how high the expectation is for these guys, though. Like, they were the in the final eight teams, you know? Yeah. Like, they had a great year. They had the third best record in the NBA. Like... I don't really know what else they can do, but the, but the expectation is to be better. The expectation is to be the champion. So I don't know. It is a, it's an interesting question, though. I will say this: I don't like James Harden. James Harden certainly turned a corner this last year. Okay, he's accepted he's aging a little bit, and he's changed his game accordingly. Did that fat suit help him get, gain some perspective? <laughs> the other part about this whole thing is Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid was the MVP of the NBA. He's one of the best players in the league, and James Harden and he actually get along. Okay. That's the first time that James Harden's really had a big man that he got along with. So I think that's part of it, okay. too. I don't know. It'll be very interesting. If James Harden re-signs with the Sixers and the Sixers are better than they were last year, I think that's a huge uh, notch up for James Harden. Uh, if James Harden got Doc Rivers fired and then tanks the 76ers, then it'll be another knock against James Harden. Here's what I would do if I was the 76ers. Yeah. They already offered him 35.6. That's right. He turned it down. Yeah. I'd offer him (laughs) 24.2. Why is that? What's way more? Because I go in low. Yeah. Because he already turned this down. So, oh, now you want to stay? Well, you're not getting this. The funniest part is that I really hope we're still doing this segment two years from now because two years from now, the NBA is going to have a new TV deal that's worth between 25 and $30 billion. So 
pretty much every guy in the league is going to be making twenty-five to thirty million a year, and the top guys are going to be making hundred to one hundred twenty-five million a year, probably. Till the Saudi Arabian started. <laughs> yes, exactly. Team. Oh man, money rules everything. Uh, Nuwana's now ESPN Radio. The chicken doesn't know sports. Uh, what else you got? All right, I have two small stories okay, left. Okay. Did you see the new Sports Illustrated? I know that's your favorite. Uh, I haven't. It, it's the I, swimsuit issue. Oh, okay. It's coming out. I know that's your favorite. Issue, <laughs> and I think you're gonna really like the, this new one. Um, it's Martha Stewart's on the cover. Oh my! At 81 years old, she's 81. Yeah, Martha, she looks great, Martha, Martha. I bet she does. You have any idea how rich she is? Of course, she looks great. She said she's never had plastic surgery. That's probably also she does probably pil- why she looks great. Pilates three times a week. That's right. She cooks the delicious dishes all the time. She uh, drinks greens every morning. Green juice. I mean, okay. So think, but think about this though. You and I both are a little bit over-obsessive about our health. Mm -hmm. Uh, But think about how healthy you could be if you just had all the money in the world. Oh, my God. I know I'd be so skinny. I mean, be amazing. I would hire a chef. Yeah. Here's what we're having. Yeah. Let me know. Fresh fruit all over the house. Yeah. Seasonal uh, fruits and veggies flown in from where it's, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. So Sports Um, Illustrated, uh, swimsuit edition. Okay. Yeah. So Martha's on the cover. It is actually hilarious how much less of a big deal that has become. Right. Like in the 90s... That was the thing. Males between 16 and 56 were running to the mailbox oh, when yeah. that thing came. Like it is like It was the big Christmas, deal. Christmas, you know? I mean, because um, even... Do you, you think know, males... Ages 15 to 56 will be running the mailbox for Martha Stewart? Definitely not. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. I don't, we don't need to go too deep into the weeds as to the why, but certainly uh, this sort of thrill is completely dissipated because of smartphones and all sorts of well, other of stuff. Well, of course, you yeah. Know? Right. Like, it used to be like... Yeah, you'd get the Victoria's Secret catalog. Mom got my Victoria's Secret? Yeah. Oh, my God. We're stealing that. We're I'd, hiding it. I'd be like, where is it? It's in my brother's room. I'm like, okay, you can keep that. <laughs> Um, so, so Martha Stewart's on the cover. I don't now, even know what inspires this. I don't know either, but it used to just be so much more straightforward. It was just you know, a hot chick. Kathy Ireland was just on yep. the cover. Elle Cindy McPherson. Crawford, yeah, right. Pretty straightforward. Well, um, I predict. Do, do you think that's part of the reason why supermodels aren't such a big thing anymore? Yeah. Like if this was 1991, we could name like probably 20 supermodels between the two of us. I can't name one that's now. Currently, Gigi like, Hadid. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Giselle. Yeah, I mean, but she's a former suit. Like, yeah. she's an OG, sure, right. sort of. Yeah. But like 90, we played some George Michael on mm-hmm. the show the other week. Freedom. Be- because, uh, you know, he got inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall yeah. of Fame. And we were talking about the freedom, video. the freedom video yeah. where it's like the six most famous supermodels in the world lip syncing it. Like that like rocked the world. It was such a good video. Such a good video. The the 90s and early 2000s were kind of like that golden age of the paparazzi and fame because that's when like you'd have the People magazine. Sure. And the Us I would even say probably mid 80s on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the supermodels really came out in, For sure. in early the 90s, 90s yeah. and they were just everywhere. Everywhere. I used to do the Cindy Crawford workout. It was on VHS, <laughs> and I'd do it in the basement with my like five pound weights. And they were everywhere. They yeah. would be at sporting games. You'd, yeah, you know, music videos was a big thing. Yep. Uh, yeah, interesting the way the world has changed. So I don't know who else is in the this. Sports Illustrated Senior Edition, or uh, if it's just. Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of. Uh, captivating women to look at. I'm sure. I mean, I think it's really cool. I just don't. I don't know what why they went that route. I'm not. I'm just curious why they didn't. Why they chose to go that route, and what's going to be next year? It, it is so funny how in modern like media now you have to you have to have like a 
a hook or like some, some something that's different. Like this is the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, but here's the different part. Uh, Nuance now, <laughs> ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. All right, what else? You All know? right, this is the last story. Okay. There were rumors that Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian were possibly dating. Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian. The rumors stemmed because apparently he has a mansion somewhere in the Bahamas and she was looking to buy land in the same subdivision and borrowed his golf cart. Uh, the day that those two start dating, I think, is like the the day that the apocalypse begins. I cannot see them dating. They might have a rendezvous, a bohemian wow. rendezvous. Wow. But I don't think they're going to, like, date. Wow. Oh, man. Tom, don't do it. No, I don't. I can't. Don't do it, If Tom. I know Tom, <laughs> and I think I do, <laughs> um, I think he's just going to end up with, like, a model... Sure. Check. Well, of course. Yeah. He's already on. This is Giselle's like number three. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think a Kim Kardashian's going to be his style. All right. Well. And I'm not sure Tom's her type, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wow. There's a lot. Yeah. There's lots there. Um, I mean, for as much as we tease Tom Brady, like he's not even close to as psychotic as Kanye West, right? I mean, it's not That's even. That's true. It's not even close. Uh, okay. So you have Tiger Woods. He never mentioned Tiger. Oh, What's well, up with Tiger? Because I don't really understand it. They were ordered to arbitration, meaning... Oh, I thought you were going to talk about he and his son, because there's a video that went viral this week about his son. No. How he's been playing against his son, and his son says he wants to beat him before his high school days are over, and Tiger's like, man, he's he's getting closer, but he's not going to be able to beat me. And it's like him talking to um, Colin Morikawa on the driving range, uh-huh. and they're like t- teasing about his son. I don't know. It, if you if you didn't know that Tiger's a complete crazy person, then you'd think it was kind of a cute video. But once you know like about him, you're like... Oh, he actually really is like cold-blooded, never going to lose to his Never going to let his kid win? Yeah, I was like, God, that's what you do. You let your kid win. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Tiger would never be able to do that. All I know is that a whole ex-girlfriend lawsuit thing got thrown out, but they're ordered to arbitration, so they have to kind of work out some deal. I don't really know, so I I wasn't going to get into it. Okay. So there you go. There you go. That's it. Great. Uh, PGA Championships underway. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that here uh, to round out hour number two. The Chicken Dozzle Sports presented by the Hot House and uh, the Hype House. Appreciate Hot House Yoga and Hype House uh, for their presenting sponsorships. Thanks to Carolyn for joining us each week. Thanks for being here. Thanks. It's finally time. Diamond time to be specific. Update on what thing is going on all around the wide world of baseball. Next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschulteilaw.com. One, two, three, four.
Definitely one of my favorite songs ever. I always say that, but if you had to make truly like a list of top 100, this must be the place, Talking Heads. That's a cover by the band Sure Sure, but, uh, you know, it makes me happy. I wanted to be happy here uh, on this Thursday afternoon. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you're having a great week, and uh, thanks so much for spending some time with us. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Time for a debut. This will be every Thursday during the 5 o'clock hour. We're calling it Diamond Time. Updates on all things baseball. We gave you a full-fledged MLB preview this year. But then we haven't talked much baseball since then. But we have a whole bunch of baseball uh, coming down the pipe. First of all, the first ever, the inaugural Montana State Baseball Tournament is underway. Uh, Baseball at the high school level has been interesting to sort of get into. Uh, but by, oh, well, let's just finish. Diamond Tab is going to be all around about the wide world of baseball. State baseball is g- going on right now. The, the first ever. It's at Copper Mountain Park in Butte. Missoula Paddlehead starts next week. I think next Wednesday, to be specific. Uh, or sometime next week. And uh, we're, we are excited to carry all the Paddleheads games, both home and away, for this upcoming season. And... Major League Baseball is in full swing as well. So uh, here's an update from the state baseball tournament. Not There's not classifications yet in baseball. It's just the schools that have got their programs sort of up and running and off the ground. So uh, here's where we're at. Florence Carlton defeated Butte 6-5 to five today in the first game. Polson defeated Eureka 6-4. to four. Whitefish beat Frenchtown 7-2. to two. And Hamilton and Belgrade or underway right now. So in terms of loser out brackets that set, Butte and Eureka play tomorrow morning, loser out game. And Florence Carlton and Polson play uh, in the undefeated semifinals. So let's look at state baseball. We'll give you an update uh, again tomorrow. Uh, Paddlehead's upcoming. So Jeff Safford, he's out right now, but he'll be back uh, in the saddle with us next week. So we'll have a full-fledged Paddleheads preview for you next week as well. But let's take a look. Uh, at Major League Baseball, first of all, uh, let's break down how our division races are going right now. Uh, we all picked winners for each individual division. Myself, Sean Rainey of SWX Montana Television, Andrew Houghton, our producer here at ESPN Missoula, Jeff Safford uh, also got in on the picking action. So we had four different participants picking division champs. Uh, so here's how we're doing. In the American League East, the Tampa Bay Rays have the best record uh, in baseball. They are three and a half games out ahead of the upstart Baltimore Orioles. It's been a minute since the Orioles were good. Uh, then the Blue Jays and Yankees and Red Sox, all probably playoff contenders. The only division in all of Major League Baseball that has four or that has all five teams, excuse me, that all have winning records uh, is the American League East. I did pick the Rays to win that division. I'm the only one that did. But I don't think that anybody's dead in the water. All, all the teams are only separated by seven and a half games. In the Central, uh, I had the Guardians. Andrew and Sean both had the Twins. Jeff had the Guardians. The Guardians are 20 and 23, but they are still only three and a half games out of first place. The Twins are in first place in the Central. They'd be in last place in the East. That's sort of the, the story of the American League at this current moment. So Central uh, sort of diluted right now. And then in the West, we all had... All four of us had the Astros as the 
the ALS champions. And the Astros are certainly right there, but the Rangers off to a great start. They're, they have a two-game lead right now uh, in the American League West. In the National League, the Braves, who I picked to win the AL East, as did everybody else besides Andrew. Andrew picked the Mets. Uh, the Braves are four and a half games up in that division. The Miami Marlins are in second. The Mets are under 500. They're 22 and 23. So they've certainly been one of the disappointments so far in the National League. I'm going on a little vacation in June. Going to go to, to Milwaukee to see one of my best buddies for a couple days. And we're going to take in a Brewers game. And uh, if, if the Brewers can hold out, that, that might be a first-place team. They are currently in first place right now in the Central. They're a game up on the Pirates. The disappointment uh, in terms of uh, co- comparing to expectations, certainly the St. Louis Cardinals. All four of us picked the Cardinals to win the Central. The Cardinals right now in last place in the National League Central. And then in the NL West, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers got a three-game lead over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Sean... Andrew and Jeff all picked the Padres to win that division. They are 20 and 24 and in second to last place in the West. I picked the Dodgers. Dodgers have a three game lead over Arizona, seven and a half games up on San Francisco and eight games up on the uh, rival San Diego Padres. So that's where we're at right now uh, in the standings. Uh, Andrew, where are you at right now with uh, just baseball? Is there any storyline or anything that's that struck your fancy? I mean, the Braves being out there in front, the only thirty win plus plus thirty win team in the in the league, is probably the the standings number that that stands out to me. Yeah, well, we're seeing a lot of uh, these young teams make jumps. I think a year earlier than a lot of people anticipated, and we're seeing a bunch of the big money teams fall down the standings. And you touched on them. The Padres and the Mets are the teams that probably made the the biggest, most headline-grabbing moves uh, this offseason, or if you include last year's trade deadline in that as well. Neither of those teams are above 500. Uh, so that's been interesting. On the other hand, Texas, which has been sort of steadily making big free agent acquisitions, this year it's coming together for them, apparently. Uh, but we've also seen teams, I mean, you mentioned the Baltimore Orioles in second place in the East. That means you're a really good team if you're in second place in the AL East. In fact, the Orioles are tied with the Dodgers for the second-best record in all of baseball. Uh, so they've stepped up and made a move. The, the Diamondbacks in second place in the West. Uh, and even some of these teams in the Central, you know, the Pittsburgh Pirates in second place in the, in the NL Central. I think those are teams that are all probably uh, a year or two ahead of schedule. These are teams that have had good farm systems. Uh, You know, they've been bad for several years, so they've gotten high draft picks. Those players have come through the minors, and and some of them are up this year. Uh, But for them to to all be playing well at once is pretty surprising. We're calling it diamond time. We'll get the flow of this, the swing of things, all things baseball, every Thursday here on Nuanas Now. This will be also be your primary, but not only, spot to win uh, Missoula Paddleheads tickets as well. In terms of some of the standout individual performances a couple months into the season so far, uh, in the uh, American League, Andy Diaz of the uh, Tampa Bay Rays is leading the AL in hitting. He's hitting 321. Bo Bichette, an up-and-coming uh, superstar for Toronto, is hitting 319. Matt Chapman, for the Blue Jays, also hitting 318. So a couple really good hitters there. This is actually fascinating. Top five hitters in the AL. Yandy Diaz, Tampa Bay. Bo Bichette, Toronto. Matt Chapman, Toronto. 
Randy Rosarina of Tampa Bay and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of Toronto. So five guys, two teams, one division. That's pretty amazing. Adolis Garcias of the Texas Rangers leads the American League in home runs ahead of Luis Roberts. Uh, Garcias has 12, Roberts has or excuse me, Garcia has 13, Roberts has 12, and Aaron Jones in a three-way tie for third with Raphael Devers and Brett Rooker uh, with 11. The uh, on the on the National League side of things, uh, the overall uh, hit batting average leader right now, Luis Arrays of uh, Miami Marlins. He's hitting 378, so he's scorching hot here early on in the year. Ronald Acuna who's uh, an absolute superstar for the Atlanta Braves. He's hitting 345. Ellis Diaz of Colorado hitting 331. Uh, Thero Estrada of San Francisco hitting 313. And then Freddie Freeman of the Los Angeles Dodgers hitting 310. Your Major League home run leader, Pete Alonzo, he's got 16 bombs. Matt Muncy's second in both the National League and uh, the Major Leagues with 14 bombs. Patrick Wisdom of the Chicago Cubs uh, has a dozen bombs. So there's an update on some of your uh, your statistical leaders right now on the offensive side. 16 home runs leading the bigs uh, on May 18th. Does that seem low, Andrew, or, or am I just... Uh, it does not. No, no it, it seems about normal. right, yeah. I guess that's right. I guess if you, can, if you get into June in the 20s, and then, yeah, okay, yeah. If you're in the 20s in June before the All Star break, you're great, right? And, I mean, and you know, Pete Alonso's a guy playing for a for a Northeast team, right? You always wait a little bit for the offenses to warm up as the weather warms up. That's true. Uh, so 16 home runs when you know we're only in the middle of May, pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Um, Noah is now ESPN Radio Diamond Time, all things uh, baseball. Anything else on the major league level that, that's striking to you, uh, Andrew? Well, I think two things that, that have to be mentioned. First of all, the big story from the offseason was the, the new rules that were put in place. Sure, how's that going? Uh, certainly it's cut down on game time, and there sure. are all kinds of studies and articles about this. That was sort of, you know, I think Rob Manfred's main reason for putting the pitch clock into place. It's worked. It's cutting down on games. There are a lot of people saying that this is a really good thing. Uh, the banning of the shift appears to be having a, a small effect on batting averages. Batting averages are up. Uh, the thing to watch with that, Coulter, as game times are down. Pitcher injuries are up this year. Interesting. Uh, so it is interesting. when Nobody knows that those things are correlated yet. It's only been a month and a half. It's a really small sample size. But just something to watch. And then the other thing on a sort of a more downcast note, I would say... The situation in Oakland is really, really bad right now. The Oakland uh, A's are going to do something. They're at least contemplating doing something fascinating. They're moving to, well, first of all, they're almost certainly moving to Las Vegas. And they're contemplating moving into a 30,000-seat stadium. Now, I don't know what I think of this, but they will be moving out of the biggest purse in terms of total seats stadium in all of Major League Baseball which has been a confounded problem because not only is it the biggest stadium in all of Major League Baseball, they haven't been drawing anybody to the stadium, so it looks even more embarrassingly empty, which is why they're leaving. Um, but what do you think of that element? Uh, sort of packing them in and making it look more full, more exclusive? Is that so you can charge higher ticket prices in Las Vegas? Yeah, I think it's partially because of that. I would also not be surprised if it was because, um, you know, just the simple real estate value, right? Yeah, like sure. Las Vegas, there's not a ton of open real estate. In fact, they're demolishing a casino to build this stadium. Maybe that's just the size of the 
the land that you're working with. But what they're doing in Oakland right now is is really it's really tough to watch because this is one of the storied franchises in sure. all of Major League Baseball. For, for sure. I remember as a little kid, when you're reading about the history of the game, you can't get through the history of the game without learning about the 1970s A's, which were one of the most fun teams in baseball history, the 1980s A's, who you know were like the, the, the class of the American League all through the late 80s and early 90s, and then even into the Moneyball era. I mean, the A's have had multiple iterations of themselves where they've been phenomenal and they've been so well-supported. It's sort of crazy how much they've completely fallen off the map. Yeah, it's absolutely right. And and what the owner, John Fisher, has done has, has sort of, he's let the Oakland Coliseum really fall into disrepair. And you hear For the sure. stories about the dugouts flooding and, you know, the cats living in the broadcaster's booth. <laughs> Those things are not happening by accident. Those are happening because the owner is letting it happen. Right. Originally, probably to try to get public money out of Oakland, and then when it became clear that that wasn't going to happen, to prove that he needed to move the team to a new city, uh, the fans have have seen through this. They've reacted obviously by not going to the games. It's just it's just a really tough situation for what's been a great fan base. And of course, don't forget that in the last five years, Oakland has had the Raiders move to Las Vegas, and yep. they've also had the Warriors move across the Bay to San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yep. And now it appears as though Oakland is the athletics are heading out of town. Man. Due to, I, I don't really think it's a fault of the fan base. They've been handed an owner yeah. who doesn't care, who's in fact using the team as a bargaining chip to try to get a new stadium. Man. And has let the current stadium fall into disrepair and uh, has put an awful, awful team on the field. They're 10-35. and 35. They were, the, they were like the worst team in baseball last year, too. They're, they're certainly the worst team in baseball this year, and at, at the pace they're going, on pace to set, you know, some threaten some records for, sure. for the worst team in, sure. in baseball history in a long time. For sure. I mean, if you if you win less than 60 games, that, that is a putrid season, and they're on pace right now for uh, a little bit less than that. So. Yeah, I mean, the, the Rays started off the season winning 13 straight, and they've just been crushing the field. I mean, they're four games up on everybody else in baseball. The Oakland Athletics have been much, much more bad than the Tampa Bay Rays have been good. So uh, it, it's not a good situation. What is now ESPN Radio Diamond Time. Weekly updates on all things baseball. We'll have more state baseball updates for you uh, tomorrow and next week. The Paddleheads also coming up. Uh, they'll begin next week as well. And we're about to be in the dog days of Major League Baseball as well. So uh, stay tuned. Every Thursday during the 5 o'clock hour, an update from around the world of baseball. Diamond time here on Nuanas Now. What do we think of Cola Bad Bear going to play Division Two? We'll discuss next. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television.
Duane is now ESPN Radio. Missed anything in today's show? Ton of fine guests for you. Spencer Holes, the Corvallis track coach, and Andrew Burroughs, a outstanding thrower for Hamilton High School. Swung by to help preview the Western A Divisional track meet that'll take place down the Bitterroot this upcoming weekend. We also heard from Cody Hawkins, the head coach of Idaho State. We talked a little NBA playoffs. Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports swung by, and myself and Andrew Houghton took you around the world of Major League Baseball in our debut of Diamond Time. All of it available on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by GoBlackfoot.com, the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore, your best place to get blue and gold, whether it's game day or any other day. A couple pieces of news for you. One, Dylan Cook, former Grizz offensive lineman. Uh, he has signed a contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He bounced around with the Tampa Bay Bucks between the active roster and the practice squad last year, but now he's headed to Pittsburgh. So that's a good opportunity for Dylan Cook, a Butte, Montana native. Uh, word out of Green Bay Packers OTAs is that Samari Torre is turning heads, former Grizz wide receiver. Uh, he's put on between 8 and 10 pounds, says their wide receivers coach, and uh, he's looking like a beast, which could be uh, a good thing for uh, for the uh, the Green Bay Packers. And uh, last piece of news, we talked about it off the top, but want to ask Andrew just his brief thoughts about it. She teased it last week on this show, but the Little Sullivan Award winner and former All-Big Sky Power Forward Cola Badbear of Montana State, now of Montana State Billings. She's staying close to home. Uh the Yellow Jackets were actually uh, sort of an under-the-radar great team last year. They made the Division II National Tournament. Um, what do you think of, of Cole Badmerland in there? I mean, you have to imagine she's going to be a very good player in the GNAC. Yeah, it's really interesting. I know we did a, a double take when we were talking to her the other week, and she sort of insinuated that she was going to stay close to home, and there, you know, there's only two options in Billings, right? So, right. so uh, now it, it comes out. It's still a little bit shocking to read, but yeah, I mean... A player who is all conference in the in the Big Sky Conference probably going to be uh, potentially a conference title swinging addition. Sure, um, but you know as far as it goes for Cola, I think it's just it's great for her. Not a lot of people get that opportunity, and you think sure. you think you know when players enter the transfer portal that this is their opportunity to raise their stock. This is their sure. opportunity to go somewhere bigger. Um, and this is just a nice reminder that, you know, it can be an avenue towards other things as well. And I think it's clear that for Cola Bad Bear, playing at home was something that was really important to her. And, and you know, getting the opportunity to transfer gives her the opportunity to do that. And if that's what she wants, I'm super happy for her. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is, uh, you know, when, when her career initially ended at Montana State, she basically wrote on uh, her social media that she was saying goodbye to basketball. And then I think she realized, oh, well, well, I don't necessarily have to go pursue. It's not that MSUB is not a high level of basketball. It certainly is. But it's not as if I have to go sort of break in and prove myself again at a, a, a similar Division One or not even elevated Division One conference. Instead, uh, I could just go somewhere where I'm comfortable. It's not an acclimation period. You know, i got friends and family around. Uh, so, yeah, best of luck to her. Hopefully she can uh, she make it work there for the Yellow Jackets. Certainly a great uh Addition for Kevin Wooden's team there uh, at Montana State Billings. We have the uh, second game of the Western Conference Finals coming up. Los Angeles at Denver. The Nuggets got a six-point win in game one. And it'll be interesting to see how game two plays out. I'm predicting a a Nuggets uh, annihilation only because I think that the Lakers will save the gas in the tank after they almost emptied the tank in game one for that comeback effort. 
I think they'll save it for when the series gets back to L.A. So we're not quite to the point where we're calling the games pivotal, but it should be a fun one, and we have all the action right here on ESPN Radio. So that's coming up right after this. We'll be back at it tomorrow. A fun show for you. Rajim Seabrook riding shotgun from start to finish. Jayton Simpson will also swing by. We'll see you tomorrow. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.